Hey! Welcome back. We're back. Season 3. Goodbye, Mellowbrook Road. Today is October 17th. And we are back. Season premiere right now. It's a good one. Ryan Walsh. All the way from the island of... The island, the Dutch island, as we call it, out here in the Northeast. Doing top five Spongebob episodes. Um, it kind of, it became more of a top ten Spongebob episodes. And yeah, it's going to be a great season. Um, depending on when you hear this, I may or may not have a theme song. Um, I wrote the lyrics to it. And Ryan Foley, different from Ryan Walsh, different Ryan, both from New York. Um, but Ryan Foley is putting it into music. He's turning it into song. Uh, but it remains to be seen if he'll have it ready for tomorrow. But regardless, I will hopefully have that ready at some point uh, during season three. And it will uh, appease Kristen to stop bothering me about not having a theme song. And yeah, season three, it's going to be a good one. Um, just you know, more of doing the episodes that I've always done. There's a lot of fun stuff in store. Harry Potter, Taylor Swift, good stuff. But we're starting here with top five SpongeBob episodes. Yeah, me and Ryan Walsh. And again, you might hear a theme song. If you don't, then that means it's not ready yet. Uh, but that's okay, because we're all just doing our best in this world. And that's all any of us can. It's all any of us should do, really. Um, and yeah, I'm glad to be doing this again because it makes me feel closer to people who are not necessarily always close. Um, it is a great way to stay in touch with some people who I might not otherwise talk to, um, just out of fear of annoying them, perhaps, uh, or out of fear of, um, just not talking to them at all and this gives me a, a way in and it was great to reconnect with so many people who i've recorded episodes with already and so many more people who are in the future and spongebob is a great way to talk about the meaning of life and the intricacies of rap whole squad chillin by freshness check that out that could be a good theme song and without further ado, here is potentially Ryan Foley, but definitely Ryan Walsh. Welcome to this week's very special episode of Goodbye Mellow Brick Road, and we have a very special guest joining us all the way from, I'm going to say, New York. Uh, that works. <laughs> we have Ryan Walsh. Ryan, thank you so much for being here. Of course, I've been dying to be on your show. It's a it's qu it's quite a nice thing to say. Um, we've been dying to have you. I mean, there's you can do it all, really. Like you rap, you <laughs> you sing, you dance. You can do it all. Uh, I don't know about any of those three, but thank you. I often for thinking that. I often find myself listening to your rap. It's quite. Uh, I would say. Uh, compelling and politically charged. I think that's what I was really going for with the lyrics. So I'm, I'm glad somebody like you has really found that out. 
Yeah, it's like... Because people just don't understand. <laughs> there's so much, like, a political metaphor to it. It's like a, a really good Taylor Swift song. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't say it better myself, you know. <laughs> when I was writing, I was thinking about Taylor Swift the whole time. Well, I mean, it's a great thing to think about. and uh, But even better to think about is is Spongebob, which I know you have a strong affinity for. Uh, oh my god, of course. <laughs> what's your, uh, what is your favorite thing about Spongebob? Ah, uh, favorite thing? I, he just, he goes by the beat of his own drum, really. He doesn't really care about what anybody thinks, so he just does his thing, you know? I love that. So it's been like a role model for you and how you live your life. Honestly, hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, and we're doing our top uh, Spongebob episodes, and this is pretty great. Oh, I've been waiting for this forever. <laughs> uh, uh, I will say, though, when I went to Universal with Jen and all of her Scottish friends, she refused to wait in line to meet Spongebob. Wow, alright, well I'm going to refuse to answer her text for today. Thank you for telling me that. Oh, that's great. Uh, so I'll, I'll kick it off here. That way we can go back and forth and we'll end uh, on a high note with you doing your number one. Uh, so I'll just go I'll go right into it. I'll say that my uh, coming in in the 10th position, I have the episode of Spongebob uh, where they are selling candy bars door to door. I probably should have looked up the titles of these episodes, but it's basically uh, Spongebob and Patrick are selling chocolate bars. Uh, they go around to the to the neighborhood of Bikini Bottom and offer their chocolate services. Uh, it's called the episode is called Chocolate with Nuts. Uh, basically they they are they try they try and fail multiple times to sell chocolate. At one point they try to sell to an old shriveled worm creature. Uh, not sure what that's <laughs> about. Uh, but then there's a man who's a psychopath chasing them down. It's also the episode where SpongeBob uh, scares the mailman. Uh, and yeah, I had had to go with Chocolate with Nuts. It's an iconic episode. Uh, lots of great quotes from it, including chocolate screamed at the top of your lungs. I I can't agree more with you. That's one of the best episodes ever. That was definitely high up on my list. And like you said, it's so quotable. Oh my God. <laughs> like They're looking through the magazine and they're like, look, this guy's got a swimming pool in his swimming pool. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing. It's so stupid. <laughs> That's but yeah. That's the, I'll, I'll, yeah. What? That's the great about SpongeBob is that everything is so dumb, but it's hilarious. Yeah, of course. Like, it's not as politically charged as my raps, obviously, <laughs> but, but it's still really good. You know, there's a lot of commentary on like Reaganomics in SpongeBob. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I think I think I learned more from SpongeBob than anything from school. <laughs> I certainly remember more from SpongeBob than my math classes. Oh, my, actually, a hundred percent. With that yeah. being said, what what episode is coming in at number ten for you? My number ten is probably the episode where they all have like the dirty mouths and they're playing like um, escalators and eels. Uh, yeah, and they just can't stop cursing. <laughs> That's a great one. Um, Love that episode. I imitate that noise and sound like an idiot. Let's out of it. It's a. Uh, 
I remember for the longest time, I like I think I knew about eels and escalators before I knew about chutes and ladders. And uh, um, I love I love the, uh, the when they he's when, I don't even remember the context of the quote, but SpongeBob is like Patrick, that's all thirteen, and he has he like holds up his hands and he has thirteen fingers. <laughs> It's so, so stupid, but I love it. And the, uh, the, the whole, uh, this is, is that the, that's the same episode too, when they say like Squidward smells on the dumpster. Yeah, that's how they first started cursing. <laughs> and then he fills it in with good. <laughs> oh, it's a great, it, that's a great pick. I didn't even think about that one for my list. Uh, I feel like that's a real, like, that's like a, that's like a deep cut kind of, uh. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a great one. Uh, I'm going to go for my number nine. Uh, again, I should have definitely looked up the episode titles, but this is the one with the the pretty patties. Um, like, <laughs> like, I love whenever they do something different with the Krabby Patties, like the episode where they put je- jellyfish jelly on it, and then that, that guy just breaks out into song. Um, but the pretty patties, I always, like... I I just always remember how great it is, like a uh, the the like at the customer who like crawls into the uh the the uh the crab and he's like he's like poor and he hasn't eaten in days and they just give him a drink, <laughs> they just give him a soda, uh but yeah it's like the six designer colors of the pretty patties and uh the whole angry mob at the end of the episode it's just so good. Oh, I love that episode, and like relaying it back to like now. I always, like, I don't know about you, but, like, if I, like, imagine, like, or, like, see, like, a Scottish character, like, Willie, the janitor, it always reminds me of Jen. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I remember the fish with the kilt, and, like, he ate the pretty patty with the, like, the tartan design, (laughs) and, like, his underwear turned tartan color, and it reminds me of Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, yeah, that's... That's a great analogy. It's like almost like a like a destiny fulfilled kind of thing with her. Uh, but yeah, Full like circle. the Willie the janitor. It's true. She does sound just like him. Dude, I it could be his uncle. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think this is all, the pretty patty is also the episode where Mister Krabs, the meme of him blurry, comes from. Yeah, we haven't even talked about that. The meme culture. That's influenced by Spongebob is ridiculous. Oh my god, every single meme is him. Yeah. Spongebob's gonna live on because of that. It's literally like, if you ever go to the meme economy, and you see like, oh, this new Spongebob meme could be good, and it's like, you gotta invest in that meme because you know it's gonna be popular. Oh yeah, my portfolio was filled with Spongebob memes, if that's the case. <laughs> you're, on, you're down in Wall Street just slinging memes constantly. Give me blurred Mr. Krabs. A hundred shares now. Uh, and I did Google it. Uh, Pretty Patties. The episode is Patty Hype. So that's a. I think that Patty should be hype. that should be Patrick's nickname when he goes to the to the bar. <laughs> yes. Uh, what do you right. What do you have as your number nine episode? My number nine episode is. Mm, I think it's the one where Squidward goes, like, into the time machine. <laughs> I believe it's the time machine. Yeah. And he goes, like, caveman times. 
Yeah. It, I love that. Because they're just even more stupid than they were before. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really existential episode. They really like... It was a very creative episode. Oh, oh yeah. That's a... Uh, and I... It's scary. Like, it freaked me out as a kid. Yeah, no, SpongeBob was intimidating back then. Same with Patrick with, like, the underbite he had. You can't get that out of your head. <laughs> uh, that's... Is that the one also where he goes into the future and is it, like, a... Like the time where he's in like the metal room where it's just all white (laughs) i remember freaking out as a kid when they had the when he's all alone and it just says alone 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 yeah it was scary it's like (laughs) what's there it's just nothing (laughs) nothing yeah it's uh it's like one of those the one and uh it's like three thousand years and he's just running he like runs through one side and just comes out the other side of it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Classic. That's a great pick. I have no idea what that episode's called. I I tried Googling it, can't find it at all. Uh it's called S B one two nine. That's probably why I couldn't yeah, find I just it. S B one two nine. Uh great title for an yeah. episode. I'll go into it. Uh, right, so what's your number eight? My number eight, I have the episode where it's called it's called Welcome to the Chum Bucket, uh, where uh, Mr. Krabs like is playing poker with Plankton and he like sells the rights to SpongeBob's employee contract to Plankton. Yes. <laughs> and the, the only the reason that the episode gets on the list is because of the great musical duet between Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob where they sing The Grill is Not a Home. It's just a greasy spoon. <laughs> it's, uh, when, uh, I think Mr. Krabs, when he's like, it's like SpongeBob singing, and then Mr. Krabs comes in, he's like, a patty. And it just, it kills me every time. <laughs> I like when they're like, at the end of the song, they're like cloud shaped, and then they're trying to like touch each other from like the <laughs> other end of the street. It's so good. Um, yeah. Classic. Love the episode, and it, I think at one point, uh, they make a robot out of SpongeBob and put his brain in the robot. Just so much good stuff. Yeah, because SpongeBob like loses his work ethic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your number eight? My number eight, I would say. My number eight would probably be the um, where SpongeBob is stranded at. Um, I forget what the town call was called, but he's trying to catch the bus. <laughs> Uh, to go back to uh, Bikini Bottom, and it's just not working. In Rock Bottom? Yeah, Rock Bottom, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, what do you love about Rock Bottom? <laughs> just his unluckiness. Because <laughs> usually a lot of them end in, like, happy-ish endings. Yeah. I mean, this one does, I believe. But, like, he just, he's digging himself in a deeper hole every time. And that scene where he keeps reaching for the candy bar and the vending machine, and the bus is like going <laughs> with his hand. I love that. And that's uh, that's also the one with the, like the creepy fish with the tongue that comes out, right? And like starts like spitting everywhere. <laughs> the next <laughs> bus is <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. It's like, basically, they're just like, Spongebob like, meets a bunch of chuds in Bikini Bottom. <laughs> oh, man. That's a great one. I love the glo- the introduction of uh, the introduction of Glove World as well in that episode is great. Where they wear the gloves on their heads and got the glove balloons and all that good stuff. Yeah, they came from Glove World. Oh yeah, and Patrick left him. Yeah, I forgot about that. We should work at Glove World. I mean, we certainly can't work at Disney World. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. Um... <laughs> So coming in for my next episode, I have um, another classic, uh, the Fry Cook Games. Um, just a just a gem of an episode. Uh, it's uh, obviously when Squidward and Patrick compete against each other um, in the twenty first annual Fry Cook Games. Uh, Patrick is competing on behalf of the Chum Bucket after he gets hired there for like I think it's like three or four minutes. Uh, SpongeBob, obviously representing the Krusty Krab, and just a great—it's so great. I love the uh, when SpongeBob is charging with the pole vault, and he's like, be- "Before the Krusty Krab," and then Patrick does it, and he's like, "Because you told me to." It's just <laughs> so good. I love that episode, and when they eventually come together because they're wearing each other's underwear colors. Yellow, pink. <laughs> you do you care. Do care. <laughs> it's oh, it's great. Uh yeah. That was an awesome episode. I also loved when they're like lighting up the uh, opening ceremony and a guy gets on fire, like guy gets on fire <laughs> instead of the thing. And when when uh, they do the jump into the the vat or whatever of cooking oil and it just completely turns all the audience into fish sticks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so many v- uh, great visual gags. Yeah, that really stood out as a visual gag type of thing. Uh, what episode is uh, coming in for you next? At number six, I'm going to go give it to the pizza delivery episode. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I. it just really showed like the dynamic between Squidward and Spongebob. It's just, it's awesome how episodes just work. It's, uh... Without giving too much away about my list, I will say that it is one of my favorites. Um, it is, honestly, like, it's such a different kind of episode. Like, a lot of the show is, like, an adventure that they go on with all the characters, but this is literally just them delivering a pizza for, I think it's like, it's only like 10 minutes or 11 minutes, but when I was a kid, it felt like two hours. <laughs> uh, it felt so long, because they made it that way. It's It's so stretched out, it's the same background repeating over and over again there's lost in the desert it's perfect yeah it was like flintstones type of stuff where they had the same background and it just keeps going and going it's it's so brutal when you're a kid you think it's like oh my god this may never end you're like they're just gonna deliver this pizza forever and then of course they actually get there and he's like you forgot my drink i wanted to blow my brains out like are you kidding me <laughs> is that what he said like, yeah you forgot my I'm gonna drink blow my brain you didn't order a drink. <laughs> How am I supposed to eat this without my diet, Dr. Kelp? <laughs> it's the most frustrating ending of the episode. Oh, yeah. But luckily, it's cool because Squidward cares for Spongebob at the end, so that's cool. Yeah, I love whenever Squidward comes around and helps Spongebob out. Yeah, which, 100%. That makes for a great transition, actually, into my next episode, which is Christmas Who. Yeah. 
Um, love love the holiday episodes of SpongeBob. Um, for the Christmas, the Halloween, all of it. It's all good stuff when like they shave SpongeBob's head off to turn him into a ghost, whatever. Uh, but the Christmas episode is great. Uh, it's, it's like Squidward, like SpongeBob is so looking forward to Santa, and then he doesn't come, and then Squidward like feels bad about it, so he like becomes Santa himself and gives away his entire house. And I just think of the the woman fish thing who said that she wanted a new hairstyle from Santa, and then when Squidward gives her a bowl of mashed potatoes, she just smashes it on top of her head. It's a great episode. Uh, yeah, SpongeBob. Ha- uh, not SpongeBob. Squidward has a good side. He does. He's got a heart. Yeah, it's just deep down. It's like a uh, Roz from Monsters Inc. Yeah, that's a very accurate comparison. Yeah, Squidward is the only the- reason I know that is because so it's like one of my teachers was just like her. Like the- she pretended to hate me, and she liked me. <laughs> Like, so. had the voice and everything? Yeah, she'd be like, Ryan, you forgot your homework. And I'm <laughs> like, oh my god. It's a great impression. <laughs> Thank you, I try. <laughs> what episode is up next for you? My number, what are we, number five, right? Yeah, number five. Number five? I like the one where Mr. Krabs goes through his midlife crisis. <laughs> And SpongeBob and Patrick try to like convince him that he's like cool and not in it, and they just take him on the weirdest <laughs> thing. That's with and the... at the end when they take him to the panty raid yeah, <laughs> at his mom's house. <laughs> that's an excellent uh, episode. Just icing on the cake. Yeah, the panty raid always yeah. stuck with me as a kid. Not sure what panties were, and I was like, "What's happening here?" But it's a bold, <laughs> it's a bold move for an episode. To have that happen for a kid show. I mean, yeah. I I didn't really know what it was until after the episode. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's just, it's such an odd, like, it's such an odd thing for a, a kid show to do, just to have uh, this guy go and do a panty raid on his mom's house. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they intentionally wanted to do it on the mom's <laughs> house. <laughs> That'd be a little weird at that point. I love the, uh, um... When I think it's what is when is he he's holding up her underwear and he's like I feel young again right when his mom comes in. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> and no, yeah, SpongeBob and Patrick just dip. Yeah, yeah, but they say earlier like like first of all like SpongeBob and Patrick are just like they're not the type that you think do this kind of thing and it's probably only for the episode. But they say when when they first get into the house like SpongeBob says yeah we score here all the time. <laughs> Ew, yeah, I forgot he said that. <laughs> They're like constantly invading Mr. Krabs' mom's panty drawer. <laughs> That's such a subtle thing. <laughs> but once you hear it, you can't get it out of your head. Just the thought of them, like, doing this more than once. <laughs> oh, it's I too know, good. I know, that's so disgusting. And I think we were also celebrating Leif Erikson Day just last week. Sorry, that was my mom, Dave. <laughs> Are you getting hamburgers and fries? Yeah, we're doing hamburgers and fries. Do you want? Yeah, if, you, if you're willing to ship one, I'm, I'll take it. I don't know what's more worse. The fact that you're willing to eat a burger mailed to you, or that <laughs> I might just do it. <laughs> I mean, if you send me a burger, I'll eat it. <laughs> It'll be like the... Like, I'm not going to make it 
get food poisoning. Yeah, if, I won't. I won't sue. It's like that. Uh, well, in that case, <laughs> that episode where the it's like the horrible, disgusting-looking Krabby Patty. That's what I. That's what I imagine. The food. Yeah, the health inspector. Yeah, <laughs> I forget that episode is very dark. Yeah, that was a. They tried to bury him. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have it in my list, but they do um, try to in the rain bury the health inspector, and then the police show up. <laughs> they think he's dead, and they're trying to get rid of the body. <laughs> Uh, and they, so they pass their health inspection, I think. Yeah, they do pass it in the, the end. end. <laughs> For however, whatever reason that is. Yeah, I don't know. It's whack. Great times. Uh, I'll move into my number four, which has, I think, it is not my favorite, um, but it, I think it is the most quotable, potentially. Um, it's Dying for Pie. Uh of course, yes. <laughs> the episode where the pies are bombs. Um, <laughs> I think it, was, it has so many great lines. Like it has a uh, when um, they're 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 laying down with the wall in between them, and SpongeBob says, "If I were to die right now in some sort of fire explosion due to the carelessness of a friend, that would just be okay." <laughs> it's it's the yeah, perfect like specificity. Um, I have these quotes, like, committed to memory. The other one is, uh, um, when Squidward says, like, oh, these, these pies look delicious, and the, the pirate is like, these aren't pies, they're not homemade, they were made in a factory, a bomb factory. A bomb factory. (laughs) (laughs) They're bombs. (laughs) It's so stupid. It's such a stupid idea for an episode, but it's perfect. Yeah, that's an old episode. A lot of these are kind of the older episodes I were saying. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the newer ones, but I don't know if that's just because I got older. Mm, yeah. I think they just quality when they kind of died before that. I think the movie is kind of, like, after the movie, things kind of shifted into, it wasn't as good after that. Yeah, I don't know. I think they just went uh, too hard of thinking new ideas that people would like and I don't know I also like when when Squidward's like you were supposed to explode and Squidward's like I've been waiting for you to explode and Spongebob says okay I'll try Gary you're gonna finish your dessert and you are gonna like it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, classic what episode what is it reminds me of like one of the episodes where he's like um, Plankton's like trying to teach Spongebob to be assertive. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he tells Spongebob, give it to him! And he gives the fish his ice cream. Here you go. <laughs> now, let, like, let him have it. You can have it. Yeah, let him have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, that's great. Um, uh, what episode do you have? I think we're at number three? Yeah. Number three? I think so. We're at number three? I think we're at, yeah. Alright, so for number three, I have the episode where they get stranded in the forest, (laughs) and they only go by the magic conch shell. Yes, absolutely. Well, and I think, I guess more personally, it's because I had a VHS tape of like a couple episodes. Yeah. And that was one of the episodes. So I watched that one like religiously. It's like that's that was the best one of the best parts of SpongeBob is that you see the same episodes over and over again. Uh, I think 
my favorite line from that one is when uh they're what are they doing there so, something happens and the the house gets launched over the forest and uh and then they they cut to the people who are stuck in the in the like kelp forest thing and the guy just goes like make a wish honey <laughs> it's it's a, it's such a stupid little side joke but it kills me yeah and then like spongebob and patrick are just feasting squidward's starving to death because of the conch <laughs> they come across that guy and he's they're like he's like do you have a magic conch shell and he's like magic conch shell conch shell you mean like this you mean like this <laughs> It's so oh, it's so stupid, but it's the best. He's <laughs> like his eyes go cross. He gets, he gets like buck teeth for whatever reason. Classic episode. I can hear you. It went. It like faded, faded out. Oh, I said like he has the the cross eyes and buck teeth and everything for whatever reason. Yeah, when he says that he has like a magic conch shell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so dumb. Um. Yeah, I'll go into. Uh, my number two, uh, this is a classic, a Stone Cold, absolute classic. I was looking at lists of people's favorite episodes of SpongeBob, and this one was on a lot of people's, like, as number one for a lot of people. And I was like, yeah, it's actually, it's deserving of being there. Uh, it's probably going to be my number one or my number two. If it is, let me know. I have Band Geeks. Yeah, that was my number one. What, what do you love about Band Geeks? What do I love? Well, one, because I was in, like, the school band in high school, middle school. And I just felt, it felt funny how, like, the different fishes from the different instruments acted differently. And I was kind of like my band. So nice. that was funny. And then just, like, Squidward's tolerance towards these guys. And they just keep fucking up. And I love it. <laughs> it is really... Uh, iconic, uh, especially that ending song where they actually like pull off the performance and SpongeBob's voice is like not his voice, but it's incredible. Yeah, they played it at the Super Bowl this year, or at least parts. Yeah, they had they they uh, I think it was like the fan petition after the guy who made SpongeBob died, and then it actually got all the way to the halftime show. Oh, that's the magic of the internet. Absolutely. Um, we should mention too that this is the episode with is mayonnaise an instrument? An instrument? Classic quote. No, Patrick, mayonnaise is not an <laughs> instrument. Neither is horseradish. <laughs> I also love when uh, they're talking to the people and they say like, "When your kid was stuck in a fire, who saved him?" And they're like, "A fire guy." And they're like, and they talk to Larry and they're like, "Larry, when your heart gave out from those tanning pills, who saved you?" <laughs> And he's like, oh, just an EMT. And he's like, so if we could just pretend that Squidward was a fireman or an EMT, then we can all pull together and discover what it means to be in a marching band. <laughs> How SpongeBob got that all together <laughs> is so impressive. It's not that great of a speech, but it works. <laughs> oh, it's effective. And the, I would run through a wall for SpongeBob if he said that to me. Absolutely. He's like, yay for the fireman. We got to do this for him. Yeah, it's... for the firemen. <laughs> and they start cheering. <laughs> I also love Again, how there's so many quotes from that one. Oh, so many! It's, I it's there's it's just a plethora of quotes. Like every line is hilarious. 
And, uh, yeah, oh my god. And the flag twirlers, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, the, the, like, the flag twirlers, let's move, I want to see some spinning out there. <laughs> and then they, they crash into the blimp. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. It's like, it also has that, at the halftime show, where they cut to, like, real people in the audience. And yeah, that... I always loved when they did did, did that kind of thing. And they're all everyone's like has yeah, like lighters like, in the um... sky. Yeah, it's like when they uh, went to the mer- perfume department. <laughs> that's a, uh, I forgot all about that. That's a great reference. Yeah, that was that's a good episode. The perfume department and uh, the nose Nosferatu at the end of the stuck in the crabby the crusty crab. Yeah, the Hashling Slasher. <laughs> That's Can't so good. About it. Uh, well, Band Geeks is great. Uh, and I'll say that you had pizza delivery on your list, and it is also my number one. Uh, I just, lo- I think it's just a, literally like a perfectly constructed episode of television. And I love when he says, like, it's not just a boulder, it's a rock. It's a rock. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Uh, what what is the last episode that you haven't said yet though? Last episode is gonna be the Krusty Krab training video. Perfect. <laughs> I liked it up until like the cliffhanger. Yeah. Because then you just get really fucking mad. <laughs> it's a very but still. It's one of my favorites. It's so it's a very frustrating uh, episode for sure. Um. What but what puts it up so high yeah. for you? What puts it up so high? I just it's a pretty cool episode, like when you think about it. It's not like a plot that's like happening currently. It's just like a recording almost. Right. So that was a cool, interesting viewpoint. And uh, you know, people would are patties. Be that poop. the classic, yeah, poop. And, uh, what was it, uh, sounds like a lot of... Hoopla? Hoopla, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the brick comes in and hits a classic. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The, en- the ending, just, uh, the, the whole, like, la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. And... Like, halfway through, he's like... Like, that's one of the underrated parts of Spongebob, it's, like, the narrator... And, like, how he's, like, extremely French, for whatever reason. Yeah. Why is that? I never knew that. Maybe it's to give it, like, an air of classiness. Uh, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> like, like, classy like your rap. Oh, of course. Now, yeah. now you're making sense. <laughs> okay, now you're getting it. I'm speaking your language. Of course, of course. <laughs> I also love uh, the um, when Spongebob whenever they do the thing where he can just split his body in half and I think that's in this episode too and he just keeps saying that he's ready yeah his face is like half off <laughs> like that and uh, yeah. when he rips his arms off and like starts eating them and <laughs> that's a hatchling flash episode yeah, that, yeah I love the body dysmorphia of Spongebob yeah, I like that in, from cartoons in general, like in like, like Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny, and Daffy Duck. Just stretching their bodies out to impossible lengths. 
Yeah, it's just funny. Like, Jackie does with his nose on the other side of his face. <laughs> That's That really gets it going for you. That, just, that revs off my engines. <laughs> it really uh, gets your jollies off? Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Gets my jollies off you. <laughs> uh, I once said... To someone, I don't remember what the context was, but I said that, oh, that really gets my jollies off. And they thought I said that that it really gets my jelly tough. And it's just it's just not what you want to hear. You hate to hear it. <laughs> of all the things that you would hate to hear in this world, that's got to be one of the top five. <laughs> uh, well, well, this was an amazing talk. I'm so I'm so happy that you came to do it. I this was great. Of course. Uh, Anytime, literally, tell me again another time and I'll do it. Oh, you're the best. Talk about something else. We should absolutely do that. You're the best. Ryan Walsh, yeah. I miss you every day. Uh, you you are great. You are welcome anytime. Thank you so so much for being here. Dave, anytime. Like I said a hundred times on this podcast. <laughs> we'll get you to be. And the- are you coming down? to see me and Jen? I mean, may I? Dude, of course. <laughs> I'll come by for like a day. See see the yes. city. Yeah. Oh I- my god, this is that's the only day I'm looking forward to when Jen's here now. <laughs> oh, wow, you here. You are quite a you're you're I would say of all the ways that I could describe Ryan Walsh, I would say that the best one is quite a man. Quite a man. Such a good adjective. It's actually three words. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, I would love to come see you guys. Awesome, awesome. I'll tell Jen and that Jen comment I said before about that's how that's gonna be the best day. Yeah, I was kidding. So if Jen's watching or hearing this, <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta put the disclaimer you. in there <laughs> because exactly. she she will listen to this because it has you in it. I know, I know, and we made like three comments about it already. <laughs> We should, yeah, like Jen, you're 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 good. You're a good person. Don't listen to you're the good. comments. We're just joking about the whole thing. You're yeah, it's all, it's all a joke. <laughs> well, Ryan, uh, uh, happy October, happy stonks, happy life. Thank you, Dave. Same with you. <laughs> <laughs>